How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Yes, indeed. It is the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Wee. My name is Reginald Atatula. That is the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Appreciate Ross Lebensky on the ones and twos for us this evening. And you for rocking with us. Final hour of the program for this evening. Uh, as we got you to 11, and uh, yeah, thanks for doing that. Thanks for hanging out with us. You can always get involved with the program by texting into the truckwreck.com text line. The number is 817-877-881-1053. I don't know where or why or how I messed that up, but I did. It happens. So sue me. Did um, <laughs> I, okay, some of this is. Uh, from ate the, a banana. I, I did not. I actually ate an apple, funny enough. So different. Should have had a V8. Different fruit. Oh, okay. That's a, that's <laughs> that's a little a ve- throwback. That's a fruit, too. There you go. Tomato juice. Some some vegetables. Vegetables and some fruits and vegetables in the drink. Um, I just really want to say vegetables like that. It's it's funny to me. Uh, but no, the reason why I've been thrown off, at least I'm going to blame it on this, from the 469 on the TrekRig.com text line, they say bananas are radioactive. Yes, they are. That's uh, one of the things I had on my little list here. Yeah, apparently it's the potassium. There's an unstable isotope, potassium-40, that naturally occurs with those, within those bananas. And so apparently there's something called the BED, which is the bana- banana equivalency dose. Mm-hmm. And that tells you how many bananas you'd have to eat for it to be lethal. And so just so you know, you, every time you eat a banana... Eating some uh, radioactivity in there. Glow in the dark. Very small amount of radioactivity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, don't 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 get no don't get no thoughts that you're gonna eat a whole bunch of bananas. Just enough. I know you had me here thinking I was gonna eat a whole bunch of bananas and somehow become one of the X Men. By the way, they're not the only one. They're not the only food that has some radioactivity. Did you know spinach, potatoes, and oranges do too? I did not. Um, you know. Okay. I imagine that you'd have to eat like a a battleships worth of of those in order for it to be like really radioactive like noticeably exactly you have to wave a geiger counter over you to make sure you're not that's that's a good throw that's a good throw geiger counter that's just fun a lot of fun words being used on today's show um let's see if we use some more of those as we get you your headlines on this wednesday evening we begin of course uh by talking about the game that was happening in dfw we always try and keep you abreast of what's happening with your dfw sports when they're live um, and your stars get a big seven to two win over the Minnesota yes. Wild, allows them to sweep wow, the Wild wow, on wow. the on the season. Three wins for your stars in those three matchups, and two wins uh, in the last couple to uh, get you a two game win streak. Got a win streak over. There you go. Right. There you go. That's ultimately what I wanted to get to. Mm-hmm. So good job by the stars. Seems like everybody got involved. I don't think I don't believe, if I remember correctly, 
that anybody scored twice. It was seven different goal scorers, if I remember Look correctly. Look out. That is a puck party. No, six different goal scorers. Still. Because, um, no, no, seven. Pavelski, Duchesne, Rope Hintz, Robertson, Lundqvist, Sagan, and Steele. Seven different goal scorers. There you go. I had, I had it right the first time. I don't know why I second-guessed myself. Your Dallas Stars, big-time win. They'll welcome in the Nashville Predators on Friday. And so, yeah, keep it going. Sounds Let's like make a balanced attack. There you go. Let's make it three, just like a balanced diet when you add a little bit of banana in there. Um, obviously, we've been talking about this evening some other big-time headlines. Nick Saban, 72 years old, 51 years in coaching, uh, Seventeen, uh, the last 17 spent with the University of Alabama, Tons of, uh, I believe, seven national championships, which is the most of any head coach uh, in college football history. Six with Alabama, one with LSU. Just an incredible run. Today he announced that he is retiring from coaching in in, in general, I'm guessing, but college football at Alabama. And so, you know, salute to an incredible, incredible uh, football coach. And also now the eyes have turned towards who takes over the mantle at a probably the biggest job in college football, and maybe just maybe the most demanding job in college football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who who if you had to put your uh you know put your money on one name, who are you leaning on here, CA? Uh, it's hard to say, but I mean you figure it's probably whoever has a better chance of swaying that fandom or giving a little elbow room, mm-hmm. be Kirby Smart, because he was there with Saban for a while. Yeah. And then he's at Georgia. He's proving he can win at Georgia. I mean, back-to-back national championships right. two years ago. Uh, all I got to say is he would he would be the one that the fans would kind of bear with. Anybody else, not, they immediately want results. Well, I feel like the, the immediate results is necessary regardless. But, yeah, I think you're right. I, I get what you're saying. Like, the, he would get a little bit more leeway than I think anybody else. I just don't know that he'd be willing to say yes. But I think you're right. If they, if they could get a single person – Kirby Smart would be the first and and the craziest you know. thing is you know he's got it made at Georgia but what how how you know people are competitive I bet he in his mind that you know I could probably out coach Saban and do it over here too I mean you can make the argument that he has yeah lately yeah you you, you, you can definitely make that to, argument by the way speaking of Georgia did you know that Nick Saban doesn't even live in Alabama he and his wife live in Georgia did you know that is that so just down the highway did not got realize big property that. in Georgia on the border. Not well, even in Alabama proper. There you go. Um, well, it's another interesting portion of this that we have yet to talk about is this is whoever takes the job next is going to have some work to do because um, this is probably a sign of other things. Just generally, whenever a coach leaves a position, the recruiting class becomes a little bit in question, and that started up oh, yeah. just hours after it was known that Nick Saban was retiring. Five-star wide receiver Ryan Williams so he's decommitted from the Crimson Tide's 2024 recruiting class. So that's a five-star wide receiver yep. uh, that is now back up for grabs. And I imagine whoever, yes, Ross sheds a single tear for the Alabama Crimson Tide. I imagine it's a sarcastic one. But, yes, the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide, whoever ultimately takes that job, they're going to have to move quickly in trying to uh, refill that position because typically you try and fill these positions before signing day. And you're after signing day, so now you're you're going to have to do some a level of recruiting on speed, a speed run, and then also try and recruit the recruiting class that's already there. So it, it's going to be an interesting next few I don't know weeks to a month for the University of Alabama to see how they can manage through this situation. Yeah, I can give you a cowboy spin on this. How about this? Okay, please do. Give me a cowboy angle on this Nick Saban retiring. 
Yeah, is that Dallas. where Dan, is that where Dan Quinn's going? Is that you're sending him to Alabama? No, not that good. Okay. All right. What Dallas Cowboy player currently on this roster got a locker in the locker room is probably crushed right now. Who's my Alabama player on this locker room? Oh my goodness. I can give you a hint. I'm gonna be so he mad. He just signed a new contract this summer. What am I doing? How about I give you another? Oh one? yeah, uh, Trayvon. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Tra- oh, Trayvon Diggs went to Alabama as a wide receiver, and Nick Saban said, "Son, you're gonna be a cornerback." I knew I was gonna be mad when you started saying because I was like, I, I definitely know who's the Alabama player, but it's not coming to mind. Trayvon Diggs, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, recruited as a wide receiver, ends up being a cornerback, and has gotten paid. Yes, he did. As an incredible wide, uh, wide receiver, cornerback. In this league. So, yeah, a lot of news happening around Alabama. Um, Obviously, some news in the NFL that impacts your Cowboys, re-racking that. Pete Carroll will no longer be the head coach in um, Seattle. Uh, Jody Allen, the acting owner, along with um, Pete Carroll, supposedly came to agreement that this was the best for the organization. And I I, See, one of the reasons why I think that this makes sense, and I think I talked about this earlier, is you look around and you go, this might be the most fruitful time if you're looking to hire a head coach in yeah. the NFL than any time recently. That's right. That's right. In other, in other words, you kind of look – you got to have a plan B. They've always – Pete Carroll's 72. It's not like he's young and maybe he has a bad season or two and then we got to make a move and it's a surprise move. No, they've been, quote-unquote, probably been preparing for him to step aside for a couple of years. And as you just said – there's some talent out there that they could slide in, and the name that Vegas and everybody else talking about is Dan Quinn. Dan Cause, Quinn? Because he was their defensive coordinator when they went to back-to-back Super Bowls. He created the Legion of Boom. He's family, and he might be available. Go ahead the rest of that list. There's a lot of talent out there. Yeah, Dan Quinn, obviously, a lot of people think Bill Belichick might be out there. Obviously, you'd be going from a relatively old quarterback to an or head coach to another relatively uh, old head coach. But then also, there's a lot of young, talented uh, coaches that should be out there, potentially first-time head coaches. But obviously, you talk about Mike Vrabel, who is out there, who is a proven head coach. Then you also have a lot of talented young player uh, coaches like Ben Johnson, who is the offensive coordinator in um, in Detroit. You've got uh, Bobby Slowick, offensive coordinator in uh, Houston. Uh, Mike McDonald who is the defense coordinator in Baltimore. And, I mean, I feel like there's others that we're not even giving a lot of consideration to. Eric Bieniemy is still out there. I know that there's a lot of people that have not considered him in that head coaching rank still, but I imagine that he probably still has uh, plays in that situation. There's a lot mm-hmm. of coaches that are potentially out there, and it feels like if th- this is the right time to maybe get in there and make sure you can get one of the talented people that could possibly be the helm of your team for the next uh, so long. I mean – Pete Carroll was there 14 years. You know what's so wild? There's a coach right now that came back last year at this time, and there's great opportunities available, not just other uh, coaches out there, but there's great opportunities in different teams. Sean Payton just jumped back in too soon. He'd have probably been a better fit at other locations like the Chargers. I mean, I can go in a place where he could be total out yeah. I mean, I can go down the list where he could probably – better than Denver. Denver was like, okay, I – Got new ownership there. The Walton family there might leave me alone. But, you know, he could have gone a number of places had he waited one more year. Yeah, possibly. Um, and you never know. That that thing could circle back around. You never know how that goes. Also, I didn't mention, uh, you know, the whole Jim Harbaugh thing. That could, that oh, could yeah. also. He's going to leverage it if he don't do anything. He'll get some money out of it some kind of way. I'm, I would. 
I yeah, mean, that's how you do it. I absolutely would. And you know, he's been playing footsies with the NFL almost seemingly as soon as he got to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only problem with him is he's an acquired taste because in San Francisco, when he left, they wrote the articles about this guy. You just stay away from him. Yeah. He didn't get along with nobody. We're talking about players, his other coaches, assistant coaches, the general manager, the front office. Right. He was a terror. Yeah, he's he 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 grates on his bosses. Um, but the thing that makes it work for him is he's really good at coaching football. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, how much can you tolerate that? And sometimes it gets to a point where it's like, no more. But also, you'll end up in, hey, Super Bowls like San Francisco, or you'll end up winning a national championship like Michigan, right? Like, there's bona fides in this mm-hmm. that make it worthwhile. And, hey, if you're trying to hire him, it's it's usually good in the honeymoon stage, so try, try and get it in while you can, right? Um, mm-hmm. As we talk about head coaches around the NFL, there is one head coach that will remain with his team, um, well, there's a lot more than one, but there's one notable here. Um, the Chicago Bears, Matt Eberflus, former, you know, formerly linebackers yeah. coach for your Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Eberflus, it looked like there was a, there's a lot, been a lot of talk around the Chicago Bears. It has not been a good team over his tenure. They ultimately part ways with offensive coordinator Luke Getze. Um, and I mean, I think rightfully so in the ways in which you've not been able to utilize. Lamb, they just had him walk the plane. Yeah, well, but also they have not been able to utilize uh, Justin Fields, who is no a pretty doubt. solid talent, and that's what you need offensively. But he might had, be safe. And they turned yeah. it around the last few games. <sighs> I, you say too much, too late. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that it's been very evident that you have not gotten the most out of that quarterback, and maybe, maybe Eberflus is saved in that regard because he's a defensive guy, and right. you know, but. They're going to need to figure this out. It does. I think it's leaning towards them as an organization, as a as a you know unit, staying with Eberflus and maybe even staying with um, Justin Fields this next season, mm-hmm. trying to draft around him. But then Eberflus, I don't. If if it does goes bad again, I think he could be kind of a lame duck kind of head coach. So I think he is a lame duck in this season. I'm gonna go ahead and say that he's he's gonna be the number first name on the hot seat when they always say a coach is on the hot seat in August. That that feels like a tough situation yeah. to be in and one that the Chicago hit the ground be- running. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they gotta catch, they gotta start the season probably three and zero. Yeah. I, I I I mean I don't know if it's exactly three and zero, but I do think that they they've got to show some proof of uh, concept very early on in the season, yep. and I feel like you, wouldn't you want to have a little bit cleaner of a slate? I don't know. I guess, but we'll see what the, how it works out for the Chicago Bears. I'm sure that the recent history has gone so well that this will continue going well, right? They can't have Dicka. No, no they <laughs> that's, can't. That's the only coach they like. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like that, doesn't it? <laughs> the only one. Um, real quick on your headlines, I do want to make note of this just because he is he was the fascination coming into the league. The human stat sheet stuffer, as he's referred to on the athletic, Victor, Victor Wimbanyama notches his first triple double um tonight. Seven footer um you know gets the milestone against the Detroit Pistons, no less. Oh, uh, they beat the Pistons. Yes, they did. Sixteen mm. points, twelve rebounds, ten assists, no turnovers. In only twenty one minutes of play, CA. Mm. See, the only person holding him back is Pop. <laughs> Just like when uh, Michael Jordan was at North Carolina, Dean Smith was the only one to hold him under 20 points a game. <laughs> yeah, but he was a freshman. That's why exactly. you can't, you know, you can't let freshmen so, run hey, well, stuff. Wimpy's a rookie. There, there you go. But, uh, look, I, I think that this was something I was interested with Victor Wimbanyama. There's a lot of hype around him, and I was interested to see how, how long people would stick with it because this is not a good basketball team. And it seems like this is kind of quieted. But he's still really good at basketball. Yes, he is. And so I'm, I'm interested when when's going to be the inflection point where we flip this back around. You know what I mean? 
where as a league and all as a viewing public, we go, hey, man, we're actually tuning in just because he's that good. Because they tried to, you know, you see the way that this thing is scheduled out, CA, in the national landscape. Mm-hmm. There's some Spurs games because, they, you know, I imagine they thought people will tune in just for Wemby, and that team just has not been good enough. Right to draw and that Bob kind of attention. Even start him half the time. Yeah, and so I, I'm I'm interested in seeing when do we get to that point where we're like, yeah, uh, the rest of the team be damned. He's that good, and how quickly he can escalate. Here's what's so crazy: the Spurs aren't known for making big trades all the time, so mm-hmm. it's going to be through the draft again. And so I, it's like Pop's going to be 90 years old out there, and they'll finally start, and the Spurs will be competing again because they they like to build. There you go. Um, I I guess I'll mention again: Kawhi Leonard signs a three-year, 153 million dollar extension. Can you can you let me give a quick look since we coming up that Raggedy Mavericks game yesterday. Mm-hmm. They're going to take on JB and the Knicks tomorrow, but yes. in the meantime, Las Vegas has the Mavericks as the number one destination in the Pascal Siakam sweepstakes. Should he leave the Raptors? Yes, your dun, Mavericks dun, dun. lead um, in the betting so. odds. Yeah. So, so look, we're going to be watching uh, with bated breath the trade market, uh, particularly for the Mavericks as. All right, CA, I understand uh, you work over there, but I think you, we can do this in a very general way, right? Mm-hmm. If you had to put odds on it that the Mavs make a trade, what would you what would you put as like the percentage chance that the odds def, uh, that the Mavs definitely make a trade before the trade deadline? I'd say it's better than 50-50 because they've done so every year Nico has been here, which has only been the last couple of years, but they've done it, and it's always been a big trade. They traded Porzingis away, and they traded. Kyrie Irving here. I'm talking about in, in two different years. Mm-hmm. So, and they, know, in other words, they're doing. This is what I love about what they're doing, and I wish the Cowboys had done it all along. They only did it this off season, and the and the Rangers continue to do it. If you're going to build a team, use every weapon in your arsenal. Don't just say, well, we're going to use it. We're just going to go through the draft. Use trades. Use free agency. Use the draft. Use them all. And, and, and again, the Mavericks are doing that. And so you got to like it because guess what? All ass, aspects of it are working. When Donnie Nelson was running it, they never used the draft. You follow what I'm saying? It's like, why don't you use the draft? They're using everything. People thought Nico couldn't draft. Guess what? You got Lively and Omax. So he knows what he's doing, and I think he might do it again. There you go. Those are some of your headlines on this Wednesday evening on the Get Right. Right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, CA. Let's get some CA stories. You know, there have been several Cowboys getting the flu. But it wasn't affluenza, even though I'm up here the star. We're going to talk about the star in the locker room, in the locker room in Valley Ranch, in the locker room on Forest Lane. I'm going to talk some locker room stuff, secrets, next on Fan. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Atatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Who's broadcasting live from the star in Frisco after uh, uh, the last edition for this football season of Cowboys Crosstalk. Um, so... We bid farewell to that particular program, but hope that the Cowboys will continue playing well after mm-hmm. it's done. As of course they've got uh, the wild card game against the Green Bay Packers this Sunday, three thirty. You can hear that right here on your home of the Cowboys, one o five three. The fan, also your home of the Texas Rangers, who won the World Series. Always fun to remember that. Always fun to remind you, and I love doing it. You can always get involved with the. Program by texting it to the truckwreck.com. Text line 877-881-1053. And you want to do that because it's time to hear about some more of CA's, you know, comings and goings, a fantastic life lived and continuing continuing to be lived by our Chris Arnold. CA stories, what you got for me, CA? Appreciate you, Reg. Appreciate you, Ross. And more importantly, appreciate all the tolos. Since I'm up here at the start, and I, I told him this tease, I said, 
some of the Cowboy players over the season, you know, they got the flu. Non-COVID illness, right? The flu. Zach Martin had some kind of flu. They got him in Washington. And I said, it's the flu, but not affluenza. Okay. And what I mean by that is this team is different. This team is not like these other teams that have been playing out here, practicing at the star. I was saying over the years, you know, since they moved out here, man, I don't know. This team, it's like Frisco's just not the real world. It's just not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that song, they want to be royal, royal. I was like, seems like that's the way everybody rolls around here. You know, the the whole thing up here is just not the real world. Like, for example, up here, the star is located, the whole complex is located right off the tollway. Mm-hmm. They call this part of the tollway the billion-dollar mile. And you can see it all over Frisco. I don't think they have a building that's over four, five years old. Buddy, Seriously. It, I, I feel so broke when I drive through there. Man. I was trying to find a nicer way of saying it, but nope, that's the one. I, I be I, feeling I'm just broke. Saying, I'm just saying they got the, the major corporations down here. They got several high schools. They got people from all over the country that moved into Frisco. And, like, you go to the gas station. Mm-hmm. Any gas station around Dallas for Worth, you got trash cans overflowing or, you know, trash on the ground sometimes. Not in Frisco. They're spotless. You can eat off the ground. <laughs> I There's no homeless people at the signal lights <laughs> begging for. This is Frisco. It's just not real up here. And I would say Cowboy players, they lose two or three games, and their friends and, fin- friends and family from different parts call it. Hey, dog, y'all all right, man? Y'all done lost three in a row. No, we good. We good. That's because everybody in Frisco is saying, Oh, you play for the Cowboys. Can I have your autograph? Because they're at the grocery store. You're at, you know, all the players, they live here. So they're never, I don't know, I was calling it affluenza. And that doesn't happen to this year's team. This year's team, they're really, really focused. I've been getting smacked in the mouth uh, two years in a row in the playoffs by San Francisco. You know, physical football doesn't knock the affluenza out of them. There were also people, you just say, Man, if Jimmy was coaching this team, they wouldn't have any kind of affluenza. And Frisco, and I'm like, you know, you're right. Jimmy went to the Ring of Honor, and Jimmy actually said this years ago. Jimmy was almost like we were talking about Harbaugh last segment. Yeah, that he's difficult to be around. Jimmy was kind of like that, and he, and he used to say um, years and years ago, "No, I, I can't coach him. I'm not that same guy anymore." And Jimmy's like 80 now, so that wasn't gonna happen. But let me give you some Jimmy stuff, Cowboys locker room stuff. Tom Landry stuff, just to give you an idea of how this is the most valuable franchise in the world, and you can just see it. Remember a couple of years ago when the Cowboys won Hard Knocks? Yes. And they had this drone that flew all over the Star headquarters. Yeah, that was an incredible. It was an incredible shot. Incredible. Just go to YouTube if you haven't seen it yet. Just drone Cowboys Star. You will see it. It's breathtaking, and it's showing you that this facility, this complex, where I'm sitting right now broadcasting to you in a nice, comfy, cozy studio office, right overlooking the practice field, right? I mean, walking outside this door, I can look out of the practice field. This facility costs more than AT&T Stadium. And you know AT&T Stadium costs $1.2 billion. Mm-hmm. This star complex costs $1.5 billion. And you can see it. You can smell it. You can taste it if you ate a piece of food off the ground. 
It is pimped out. I don't see how a free agent can walk out of this building and not sign on the dotted line. It's just that amazing. And it's, again, the most valuable franchise in all the world. It's worth over, I think, now $8 billion. And you can just see it. J Jerry said a text Shram told him years ago, it's not that the Cowboys are like the Cowboys on TV. It's you got to make it bigger than life. It can't be, you know, he was just giving the example of Texas. Like, it's, it's got to be dreams come true. It's not about, you know, Cowboys and riding horses and roping cattle. That's not what these Dallas Cowboys, I got a star on a helmet. Not a, a cowboy hat. Yeah. So with that being said, let me tell you about the differences. Okay. In up here in the star, back at Valley Ranch, and where it first started back when I started covering the Cowboys in 1980, they were on Forest Lane. Here at the star, the Cowboys locker room, of course, is state-of-the-art, pimped out, everything you can imagine, and it's shaped like a football. Did you know that? I don't think I realized that. It it has a it's wide in the middle. It's like it's shaped like a football, but it's so big, unless you were standing at one end of it, you wouldn't probably even pay attention to sure. it or notice it. Right. But they're proud of that. And of course, I mean, everything you could if you ever took a store, uh, tour of the star, you just, your jaws would just drop. But at the same time, that locker room itself is is greater than any kind of lifestyle fitness health club. <laughs> right, right. I would hope so. Oh yeah. Again, but the shape of the locker room, I'm bringing this up for a reason. It's shaped like a football, but all the lockers face each other. And sure, and I, I think that happens a lot in locker rooms. Well, let me tell the, you something. I'm getting ready. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a little story here. Uh -huh. Jimmy Johnson. Yep. Who has a degree in psychology? When the Cowboys first started, when they were on Forest Lane, and Tom Landry was the coach, that was an old-fashioned practice field and locker room. The, the business side of it wasn't even over there on Forest Lane. It was on Central and Mockingbird in a high-rise that also housed the Playboy Club. But the field and the locker room, it was on Forest Lane, and it was like a high school. You know, these are teams that went to the Super Bowl in the 70s. Right. It was, I'm covering in the 1980s, like, this is the Cowboys? And, of course, everybody's happy and down to earth. But, like, it was so funny because the black players were all in one row, and they called it Ghetto Row. Ron Springs said, this is our house, Ghetto wow. Row. Wow. You got to be cool to be on this row. Right. And so you had rows of lockers, and you had long benches, just like think about old school. You mm -hmm. know, think about some high schools that still had that kind of thing. Then they move out to Valley Ranch. And that has to, be, that has to make sense like when it comes to just like efficiency. If you're building a locker room just for yeah, just course, trying to make use of the space. And nobody was thinking like, NFL and millions and millions of dollars. You know what I mean? It's like Cowboys are playing pro football. And back then, you know, college football was probably just as big, but still. Likely bigger, they were, honestly. Yeah, but they were. this is the 1970s, mm -hmm. and they were out there on Forest Lane, and they were like the grocery store was like the parking lot right next to it, and they'd go over there to the grocery store and bring back food and stuff. It, and by the way, it was right behind a hotel, a motel rather, a motel off of three, uh, six, 635, and scouts from other teams would rent, uh, would, would uh, book rooms and just videotape and watch practice. I kid you not. Google it up. <laughs> so let's move forward to Valley Ranch. Jerry hadn't even bought the team yet. They're Valley Ranch. They move in, and I, like I said, I was watching the whole thing. Man, when they first were going out there, I went out there. They had this big tent out there that showed that this, they're going to have a groundbreaking ceremony. They're off of LBJ and MacArthur, north of LBJ. It was fields. They didn't even have neighborhoods. It was nothing. 
what do they say? If you build it, they will come. I've heard that from time to time. That's what happened with the Cowboys at Valley Ranch. All This whole community showed up out of nowhere in Irving, and they called it Valley Ranch, and the Cowboys had these streets named after stuff, and, uh, you know, named, it was all football-related streets. But in that locker room, this is where it was um, didn't make any sense, but that's what they had. Because they were trying to be all cool and, you know, state, not state of the art, but, you know, up to date or mm -hmm. whatever. We got the best of the best because we're the Cowboys. And like I said, Jerry hadn't even bought the team. This wasn't a Jerry thing. Every locker was like in a cubicle at an office. You know, an open air office? Uh-huh. They had cubicles. They have the locker. They'd have a desk. They'd have a swivel chair. Okay, so, yeah, you could, you could get to work, sit down, get in your playbook. And it was like in fours. But it was like, okay, if you're like a reporter, you you just had to know where you're going because imagine trying to find so-and-so's cubicle. That's if right. you're not tall, you can't tell who where they are. Well, clearly you just read the nameplate, CA. I don't know what but you mean. But you'd have to walk around. Imagine, I'm not, it's not even about me, but let me tell you about the brilliance of Jimmy Johnson because that's where I'm going with this. Cubicles don't work in, in sports. <laughs> it just don't. And so Landry, he didn't care about that stuff. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Johnson, the first thing he said, oh, hell no. No. M mind you, he's got a degree in psychology. He sure. said, take these damn cubicles out. These players don't even know each other. And they didn't. The defensive guys who had some cubicles on that end of the room, offensive guys over here, they only saw the people in that four-part area. They could hide. Right. They could sleep. They could sleep in their cubicle, head on the desk. Jimmy said, oh, hell no. He made it one big room, and then he was in charge of whose locker was next to whom, and he did it on purpose. He wanted veterans next to rookies that could influence them and lift them up, so to speak, or whatever. He, he, he pulled it off. That was part of low-key how he got that team to win a Super Bowl so quick because he was in charge of putting the lockers right next to each other and, and that kind of a thing. So – I bring that up to show you that Jimmy Johnson and certain coaches, they're over the they're over the top in a good way. They know what it takes to win. Sure. So with this football shaped locker room up here, yeah, it's the same concept. They all face each other. They can talk. They can share stuff. Somebody can be in the middle of the room, get everybody's attention. It's not like in cubicles and somebody's hiding. You you know you have to. How can you talk to the whole room? Right. So I give him credit for that, and that's the Jimmy Johnson thing. Like I said, Tom Landry, he was more into the X's and O's. He didn't really care, and unfortunately for him, you know, they didn't have a lot of good re winning records, you know, the, the, the last three years on his reign. And Jimmy Johnson came in, and the first thing he did said, I'm going to change this culture right now and get rid of these damn cubicles. And up here, I think, I'm not saying this is Mike McCarthy, I just think because of the way they've lost in the playoffs the last few years, and Dak Prescott, who also has a degree in workplace psychology, I'm not saying he's set the room up, right? But, dude, they got a really good culture. And there are guys in that locker room, in that football-shaped locker room, like J. Ron Curse, where they can talk some trash and the whole room gathers around. Mm -hmm. You follow what I'm going with this? Yeah. And you've probably seen some videos like after the games in AT&T Stadium. Or you know, or you've seen it around the league. They show them different, where the coach is in the middle and everybody's all around and they're going crazy and nuts. Well, guess what? The Cowboys locker room up here at the start is shaped in a way where you can command the whole damn room. And I think that's important. And there's just some CA Stories Confidential. There you go. Uh, uh, another look.
inside, not just the uh, glamorous life of Chris Arnold, but in this way, uh, the psychology and the the design, the intricate design of your Dallas Cowboys. Do I have do I have time for like a little uh, after after part two, real quick? Why not? Go for it. Okay, so here's another thing that used to happen back in the day. Yeah, Tom Landry used to have uh, a luncheon every Tuesday. That was the players' day off, and Tom Landry would have a luncheon with the media, and they would have it at the Cowboys headquarters on Mockingbird, where the Playboy. Playboy uh, headquarters was. And he had this luncheon and you could, after lunch, you know, you're sitting there having lunch with Landry and small talk, small talk, get to know him a little bit. And then afterwards, he'd have like a little press conference where you could have it set up, you know, in this little side room. That sounds nice. And then when they moved it to Valley Ranch, he's still doing the same thing and he'd have the luncheon. And, you know, you just get to know Landry a little bit more and he'd have lunch with you and they'd have whatever the food it was. At the hotel or at the building, it was probably bunny food but i'm just no that's all right and then but but back to valley ranch they'd have whatever the food was well when jerry bought the team jimmy didn't want to have lunch with nobody (laughs) jimmy's trying to turn the damn thing around trying to coach football here trying to coach some football get this culture changed well jerry said okay i'll 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 continue the tradition because everybody's used to having lunch on tuesday up there and finding out stuff so jerry was having answers and questions and stuff at the luncheon and then Jerry would have like all kinds of food. He said, "I'm gonna really get these these media guys on our side because this terrible team was starting off slow. So let me let me feed them good. Let me give them some food they never had before." Um, and then one day he put he played a trick on the media. One day he served up something exotic for lunch on a Tuesday. Guess what he had? Huh? Exotic. Everybody said, "Wow, these meatballs are kind of greasy, but they're good. They're kind of." They got a kind of, they're kind of gamey. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes, he did. He said, uh, fellas, are those, Arkansas, we call them cat fries. I was about to say, are these Rocky Mo- Mountain Oysters? And they're called Rocky Mountain Oysters okay. everywhere else. All right. These guys start, they want to, and there's another CA Stories competition. There you go. I don't even know how to summarize that one, but I hope you enjoyed uh, getting some uh, some some uh, back in the day. I think that was the, I think that was the last time he did the Tuesday lunch, and they don't do that no more. I bet you he'd do it again. People still come up there because <laughs> look, if there's one thing the jury knows how to do, throw he a party. He and, sure, he sure does, and he, he feeds he feeds the folks well. He and does he does it at AT and T Stadium at the games. I'm telling you that 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 press box every this legendary food up there. That's right, that's right. Um, look, uh, not fooling around though. We appreciate your CA mm-hmm. stories. But we got to get to the final call. We'll do it next on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast to get right right here on 105.3 the fan resident atatula here with you alongside the three-time hall of famer chris arnold got you down thanks for rock with us on this wednesday evening ross lebensky on the ones and twos thank you sir um, you can always get involved with the program by texting into the truckwreck.com text line 877-881-1053. And we appreciate y'all doing that all evening. It is the final call here on the get right. Um, CA broadcasting from the star in Frisco and giving us an update or maybe not an update, but telling us some stories and, uh, giving us some insight into how Valley ranch came to be some of the things around that. And oddly enough, Rocky mountain oysters. Um, <laughs> and so yeah. if you didn't hear that, you can listen to that or anything that we, Talked about on this uh, broadcast, uh, going to the Odyssey app using the rewind function. Also, check us out on YouTube, 105 through the fan.com slash YouTube. A lot of, uh, or no, you, you search 105 through the fan on YouTube. There we go. But you, you should also check out 105 through the fan.com. A lot of uh, insightful things on your uh, Dallas sports teams. I don't know how I got there. I, my brain my brain seems to be slipping today. I don't know what it is, um, CA, um, but. It's, you got it, a lot of information up there, and you've got an overload. Overload. I, I guess so. I guess so. Uh, but, yes, it's the final call here. We should let you know or remind you that your Dow Stars get a win uh, at the AAC tonight, 7-2. to two Nice. Over the visiting Minnesota Wild. That is a season sweep of the Wild. And a nice uh, win in the back-to-back games versus the Wild. You had Scott Wedgwood between the pipes in this one, so you get a win with each of your goalies um, in three games versus the Wild. Ottinger first, then uh, two days ago with Matt Murray, and now with Scott Wedgwood. And so your your stars will be back on the ice at the AAC against the Nashville Predators on Friday. Nice depth. CA, uh, the, the Mavs will have an opportunity to get back into winning ways tomorrow, correct? But um, Let's take a quick second to, uh, if you could allow me to ask you, what the hell happened last night against the Minnesota Grizzlies who did not have John Morant? Everybody's trying to wonder what happened. All I can tell you is they didn't show up. They were there. Maybe they felt like that signature win over the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm talking about not not like Luka and Kyrie, but you know the rest of the guys, they're like, man, that was great. There's no logical reason that they should have lost the game, let alone – 
uh, damn near get blown out by the Memphis Grizzlies when the Grizzlies had lots of their players injured and hurt, and they have the number 30 offense in the NBA, and there's 30 teams. Yeah, and so they'll have— you know what? Again, you, you can all, all you can do is, is shake it off and start something new because there's 82 games as opposed to 16 or 17. Yeah, you and you have to, right? You can't let one yeah. one game affect the next one, and they're going to have an opportunity to uh, de- determine or at least prove how good they are at turning the page and how good they are at showing up and being energetic uh, for yeah, the game. lessons to be learned. 100%. One of those being, hey, effort and energy, you don't get to just do that once and turn it off. It needs to show up, and they will have a, a quick challenge of that as they will face off against the New York Knicks tomorrow evening at the AAC Jalen Brunson the last time the Knicks came to the AAC what happened in that game actually don't please please remind me Luca had the first ever 60 point triple double in NBA history yeah sounds nice it'd be in nice if words, you could repeat something like that you just that. never know when Luca might do something just absolutely amazing because he does it on the regular but against the Knicks that was the amazing come from behind, and they needed all six of those points of, of, of Luka, but it was amazing. They sure did. The Knicks have been playing well of late. Um, got a win, I believe, yes, or is that today? They played the, the Trailblazers? I'm trying to recall when they yesterday. played. yesterday. Yeah, I believe it was yesterday as well. They got a win over the Trailblazers, but the Knicks on a five-game win streak, been playing really well with OG Ananobi. They're putting uh, Mitchell Robinson, who, who might be able to return late in the season. I believe that they're – trying to get some cap relief with his you know, injury and missing a whole bunch of time. So that's going on there. But, yeah, you'll see the New York Knicks. You'll see Jalen Brunson return. In fact, this is going to be the first time he's got to play in a Knicks uniform against the Mavericks because that last game a year ago, he was hurt. He was there, but he didn't play. There you go. Um, CA, uh, we had at least we had one Tolo. I don't know how many other Tolos out there. But one Tolo asked for an update on what's happening with me and uh, the bed bugs. Yeah, what's what's the latest? So did I did they, uh, they handle up on that. Uh, well, yesterday, uh, before I came to work, or when I was coming to work, uh, the pest control man came through to the apartment and you know went through a treatment, and I didn't find out any information about that until today. But the information I did find find out is we have confirmed it is bed bugs. There there aren't a ton of them, but there aren't none of them. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a just enough. One yeah. is one too many. Yeah, that's right. Uh, definitely one too many. Um, I don't remember exactly the number that we were that we were given, but it's it's a few of them, right? And so it, it's it is isolated to one area of the house that is or the apartment that is not my bedroom, right? So that is nice. Good. But um, likelihood is going to need a few treatments. But it looks like we have an opportunity to get this under under control, ladies and gentlemen. So are they gonna put you up somewhere else, or you got to stay there? I, I look, man. I ain't, I ain't made out of money, my man. So well, uh, I said, when I said they, not you, were they the apartment complex? Uh, not as of right now. We'll see, we'll see if we might need to push the issue here soon, though. But um, I think I think I think I'm good in that regard, thankfully. But yeah, looks like we're gonna be able to make it through. It's gonna take a little time, I imagine, because you know, bed bugs. The treatment process Man. takes multiple days because mm-hmm. uh, apparently you can get you can kill the ones that are alive, but if there are eggs, the eggs well the gestation period is like eight to ten days. So if you're like, hey, we killed these ones, all right, cool. In eight to ten days, you can have a whole crop of uh, newly forward bed bugs oh, back boy. at you. But the thing that's nice about it is you come back around, you treat those ones, and because bed bugs can't lay eggs for like thirty days, if you're able to get them. You should be cool. 
Now, this isn't like a high-level infestation. We we have. Are they gonna fumigate it or? Oh like, yeah. Oh boy. Oh Smoke yeah. Bombs and all. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why I had. I got to be out the house for a good amount of time. But thankfully, the amount of time necessary is just enough time for me to give you uh, the get right right here on 105 through the fan. So that works out pretty well for me. And hopefully, I'll be bag bug free in a, in a few weeks, like 100% bag bug free, and not having to worry about this. And I guess as long as you guys care about it, I'll give you updates. Oh, Pete, we do care about it. People care about it because, you know, we live through you. But more importantly, a lot of people have been through the same damn thing. And they I appreciate it. And advice. I really do. Honestly, I appreciate all the information that we're given by the Tolos on the truckwreck.com text. Like we got some pest control Tolos mm-hmm. folks that, and folks that have lived through these things. Thankfully, I don't think that I'm I'm in the certain situation as some folks where they were like had to had to throw the whole house away. Right. Or had to throw everything away or basically raise it to the ground with fire. Right. I don't think I'm in that place. Uh, for the 806, uh, they, they've they said I'm welcome to stay at their house. I appreciate that. You're very kind. Um, and for the 817, Red, damn, Reg, sounds like you studied about them. I feel like if, if there was ever a time. You needed to. To, <laughs> to study and learn to. about, right? This is the art of war. You have to know your opponent. Right? You got to. <laughs> and you got to know about those those rumors that may not be true, like do bed bugs cause ringworms? I mean, you got to find out. Wait, now I got to Google that. Do they cause ringworms? <laughs> I would like to know that. That feels like information I should know. Yeah, you don't want, you don't want that to happen. No, absolutely not. So, uh, you don't want those dots to connect. That's right. We're, we're, we're living. We're good right now. Thank you for all your concern and appreciation. Um, and it is um, it's appreciated. It really is. Uh, Can but you have the bed bugs move, their own fr- move your furniture for you? I mean, I'd be nice. Right, if y'all gonna be here, at least put in. Right, not three loaders. I might be willing to let the bed bugs stay if they pay rent the way the rent is going. You know what I mean? Like, hey, if we could, if we can cut this number down, Uh we could, we we might be able to work something out. Just talk to me. Stay on your side of the apartment. I stay on mine. Easy money, right? Like, I am willing to give up some space. I don't use the whole apartment all the time. (laughs) You know, we can work this out. But anyways, just get right right here on 105 through the fan. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, till 11 this evening. We'll be back tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow. See, you got a basketball game yes, to MC, don't you? Mm-hmm. Um, myself and Blake, we, we got you from 7 to 11. We got you the full term. Some programming notes. We'll talk to Vach Lombardi tomorrow at 720. Hey, I like him. And we'll talk to Carmen Vitali. She works Fox Sports and she covers the NFC North, so we'll get you some ideas of what's happening with the Packers game. All that happened on the Get Right tomorrow, 7 to 11. 5.30 a.m. is when Sean and RJ got you taken over. They'll get you going tomorrow. But until then, y'all be easy. Peace! How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.